Uh, so some set their goals and they don't make those goals. And some are excited about a new year and some are reminded of the last year because as I said earlier, that was just yesterday, was last year, so. So, so I just wanna kinda of ask you kinda of today for just a minute, I know this is a little different, but it is a new year, a new day, and this is the Lord's day. There's no uh, way, right way or wrong way. What are you thinking for this new year? What are, what, are you, what are your thoughts for this new year, your plans for this new year, and have you even thought about them yet? I know it's early in the year, and early in the morning, and I know that uh, that's a long way off, but but if I had just a little bit of advice on this new year before we turned over uh, to Chris, I would just say try to get you a vision. Try to get you a little uh, a vision of, of not what you see yourself doing, but what you see yourself being. What you see yourself being. Not what you see yourself, not what you intend to tend to be, uh, see, but intend to be. And then put some value to it. Put some stock in it. Really care about that. Some concern with it. Put some work on it. That this is something that's attainable and achievable. This is something that I want to do. This is something that I want to strive for. But don't place too much value on what you're striving for that it makes you compromise who you are. Don't dare compromise your character integrity trying to achieve some things. Just like when you read the Bible through for a year, I don't beat myself up for it. You know, we do it again. We do it over. So don't compromise your character integrity to attain it because there's nothing as valuable as you and who God is in you. Get your strategy. How do I get there? How do I get to where he wants me to be? Not what I see, what I'm to be. Get you some friends. Who can help me? Jesus had 12 that went with him. One that betrayed him, but three that went a lot farther with him. Get you, get you some friends that can help you get to where you want to be, that you can confide in and say, you know what, this is what I'm looking at. This is what I'm thinking. And maybe you can help me with it. Then you got to think of where to start. Well, the Bible says there's no time like today. Why it is today, he says, you start. Every new year, every fresh start begins with a first step. A first step. So make up your mind that that's what you want to do and that's where you start. And you know what's good about the Lord? His mercies are made new every day. So if you don't start right today, do we get a do-over? Absolutely. He is the God of restoration and reconciliation, forgiveness, mercy, and the new mercies they new every day. And this is the one that trips us all up. Well, when am I going to get there? Take your time. Take little steps. The Bible says that the word is a light and a lamp under my feet. It says that steps are ordered by the Lord. He says we're running a race, but we've got to endeavor to keep pace. Pace yourself. Pace yourself. If you don't look at where you're going right now, you'll never reach. That's why he does that. He says, I just want to show you what's in front of you so you don't get overwhelmed by what's around you. If I stand up here and I look at all, you know what? It's, it's funny. I don't know if any of you ever have preached, and if you have, let me know, because we'd love to have you speak. But I don't really see you guys out there like you would think I do. It's almost a, it's almost a, 
or I would be overwhelmed and real, real overwhelmed by your even being here and listening to me. So you don't really look at, you, you look at what you want to be, decide to get up, you get that accountability behind you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And you begin to walk it out. And you begin to walk it out. And when you stumble, you pick yourself back up. And you know what? You don't quit. And I think this may be in the message. If it's not, it is now. You don't quit. Because you know what? Successes are great. They really are. I rejoice in them. Every time I, I, I do. But you know what? Failures are, are even great as well. I'll, ne I'll never do that again is more powerful in my life than that was great. That was great. I may do it again. I've had some great Sunday school lessons. They never heard them twice. But I'll never do that again ensures that I will never. I do that over and over and over and over again. I do good things once. I'll never do that again over and over and over. So successes are, are really good. But failures grow you. You're gonna you're gonna learn that you're gonna grow in your struggles. You're gonna grow in failures a lot more than you're gonna grow in your successes. Yeah. And that's just part of it. I've said it in my life. I'll never do that again. I'll never let that get me again. I'll never let them reach me that way again. I'll never let them affect me that way again. So when do you reach it? I hope. By this time next year, if you do it right. Celebrate, oh, there it is. Celebrate victories along the way. There it is. Pursue it. Don't give up so easily. For celebrations and setbacks work both ways. For this is not based on success or failure, but it's based on a desire to become something. That's what it's all based on this new year. So I pray that you have a vision, because without it, people perish. That you value what the Lord's laid on your heart as a desire. And the Bible says that He gives you the desires of your heart. So what you want and what He wants may not be the same thing. So ask the Lord what His desires for you are because who knows you best than the one who created you? Who knows your future best than the one who has plans and thoughts towards you? Lord, what do you want? What do you want me to do? but value to it because I'm going to tell you the most valuable thing in my life is what he wants for me. Riches and grace and heaven. Put some steps to it. Put some thought in it. Get you some friends. We'll talk about that a little later. Get you some friends and get at it. This time we could, we'd have our ushers come forward. We'd take up our morning offer and we'd continue in our praise and worship. Amen. Would you lead us, please? My Father, Father, have a Lord. We just come to you today, Lord. We just thank you for this day, Lord. We just thank you for the opportunity to be in our house today to worship you, Lord. And Lord, now we ask you to just take this offering and let it do something in thy name, Lord. We ask all these things. Amen. 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 Amen.
This is a song about something to think about. Okay? What will I leave behind? Let heaven then be mine. 
Philippians uh, chapter 3, we're going to start there, and then we'll, we'll end in the book of Mark. So you turn with me to Philippians chapter 3, please. Beautiful song, Brother Odyssey, comes right with the service. What will you leave behind? What will you leave behind? There's some things that ain't got no business going in 2023 with you. It really ain't. Ain't got no place there. Ain't got no business there. Philippians 3. Start with chapter 1, uh, uh, chapter 1, chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. But first of all, we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, what an honor, privilege it is to start this new year here this morning, this day in the Lord's house. Uh, for I was excited when they said, let us get up and go into the house of the Lord. I was excited, Lord, when you laid this on my heart. Lord, I'm excited to see the things that you're going to do in my life, Lord. And I'm expecting you to do those things, Lord. But you know what? You're also expecting me to do some things as well, Lord. You're ex expecting me to go some places as well, Lord. And so I pray, Lord, that I hear clearly uh, the, hand, the voice of God, that I feel clearly the tug in the hand of God pulling me and, and prodding me into the right direction, Lord, to get me into a position and a posture that I may receive that which the Lord has for me. For, Lord, truly, I don't want to mess out on anything you have for me. I don't mind messing out on some things, uh, some jobs and some things in the world has for me, Lord, but I don't want to mess anything that you've got for me because the things that you have for me are so much better than the things that the world has for me. Lord, so please, Lord, I pray, uh, Lord, that you lay on my heart, my mind, give me the eyes to see the eyes of my understanding and my heart be enlightened, that I may know the will of God for my life, Lord. I, I'm asking that this year, Lord. I'm asking that in my life, Lord, for you to reveal yourself to me so that I can reveal you to the world. For truly, I don't want them to see me. I want them to see you. I don't want them to know about me. I want them to know about you. I don't want them to know what I think. I want them to know what you think, the mind of Christ, the heart of God, the hand of God. Uh, Lord, use us. Uh, this year, Lord, we love you. We thank you. And as we go forth in the service, uh, may we say something that's pleasing to you, glorifies and honors you as we go forth. In Jesus' name, uh, we pray. And I know that uh, for uh, 2022 was, was great for some people, and I know it, it was uh, difficult for other people that some of us went through some hard stuff, some of us went through some great stuff, some of us went through both, and some uh, difficult times and some great times. And uh, 
Some would say it, uh, they were glad it's over. Some say it flew by. Some say it took forever. Uh, but as we talked about earlier, this is a, a new year and a fresh start, and we're excited about where that's going to do and what the Lord's going to lead us. And I thought, well, you don't want to say the same things over again, but Philippians 3 says one, uh, verse 1 says, Finally, my brother, rejoice in the Lord, and it's okay to write the same things to you. Indeed, it is not grievous, but it is for your sake. So I pray uh, that you get you a vision uh, for 2023 that you value it because if it don't cost you anything, you don't care about it, uh, that you pursue it, you get you a strategy, you get you some people that's going to give you some accountability and some help, and you get after it. I pray that over you today. So it's not grievous for me to tell you that again. Uh, that's safe. But he does say in verse 2, beware of the dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. Beware, uh, Paul says here, there's some, in, in, in verse 2, and I just say here, the Lord's laid this on my heart, there are some people that are standing in your way. Beware, there are some people that are in your way. There are some people, uh, there were some good people in your way in 2022 that ain't got no business being in your way in 2023. There were some people that you encountered in 2022 that were good for their time and their season. But when that time is season is over, the Bible says that there is a purpose for every time and season. When their purpose is over in your life, it doesn't mean that they have to hurt you, that you have to hurt them. It just means that their role in your story is done. It means that you are going on to better, bigger and better things and they can be holding you back or vice versa. You can be holding them back from where they need to go. And God forbid that I stand in His way or your way. So I would not. I would say this that you kind of can evaluate in your life. He says, "Beware of the dogs." He really specifically lays it out here that there's some evil people that's coming against these people. But I would tell you that there is evil all in the world that comes against you, and you have to be wise, and you have to be strong, and you have to be secure in your faith so that you can walk through this world and not take that 2022 mindset into 2023 with you. There's some things that we went through in 2022 in all of our lives in 2021 that we didn't bring into 22 and I pray that there's some things in 22 that we don't bring into 23 because it's a new year and a fresh start. So you don't have to bring that in. So I, Paul says there are some people in your life that are in the way. You know who they are. They linger and loiter. They don't love. They lingering and loitering in your life. Beware of the people who linger in your life and contribute nothing contribute nothing. They cost you a lot. They're holding you back, keeping you back. Don't bring them into this new year with you. Unfollow them on their Instagram. Block them on your Facebook. Turn the channel. But beware, and you know who they are. I don't have to elaborate. You know who they are. I know who they are. My, I know. That's, it's me, him telling me. This is this is what he told me this week when I asked him all week, Lord, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Because I'm going to tell you what, this month I have been seeking direction for 2023. And y'all can attest to that. Pray, 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 pray. Lord, what direction do you want me to go? What direction do you want us to go? And he says there's some people in your life that need to stay in 22 and they stay in their proper place. You know who they are? He said, but they're not you. Verse 3, I love this. I got this in highlight. This is, this is where we're at, guys. This is where we're at. But not us. We're going on. We're moving on. For we are in a covenant. Or the circumcision. We are in a covenant 
We worship God in the Spirit and in truth and we know what we worship and we love Him and we worship Him. We don't come here to serve. We don't come here to sermon. We don't come here to preach. We don't come here to teach. We come here to worship. Amen. We come here to worship our Lord. That's where the power's at. Yeah. It ain't how I move, it's how He moves. If you want to move the hand of God, you've got to move the heart of God. If you're going to move the heart of God, you've got to get on your knees and worship. Amen. And you've got to worship. And they, when we provide the setting, I'm not saying you don't, I'm just saying take advantage of what's provided every Sunday morning up here. It's a background of worship and praise so that you can have an intimate time where you're at and open up the floodgates of heaven so that you can receive not what I'm saying, but what He's saying. He says He inhabits the praises of His people. Enjoy the worship more than the message because in the worship is where God's inhabited. I'm telling you what, get him. What did he tell him when he said, this time when you attack your enemy, when you hear me come by in the wind and the mulberry trees, grab hold of me. The mighty rushing wind. It's a worship thing, guys. This is a worship. 2023, we're going to be some rejoicing people. Some worshiping people. Some thanking people, thankful people. We worship God in the Spirit. What did He tell her? You worship what you know God. You worship what you know not. For true believers worship in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Uh, we worship in the Spirit up in here. That's what it's all about. He said, and in truth. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. So He says, worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in your Christ. Rejoice in your Christ. Christ is not His last name. That's His anointing. Rejoice in what He's put in your heart. Rejoice in what He's placed on you. Rejoice in the gift and the calling you've got in you. Rejoice in it. You know how you rejoice in it? You put it on display. Look what I've got. Look what He's doing in my life. Look what He's shown me in His life. Look how He's gifted me. Look how He's called me. Look where He's called me. Come and see, Pine Forest. Come see my God. Come see this teacher. Come see the preacher. Come see the worship. Come be a part. Come be a part of this. You're not going to believe the things that God's doing at Pine Forest. And you know why? Because you open up your hearts to Him in worship. And you rejoice in the Christ. You rejoice in the anointing. You are just as anointed as, as I am. There is no uh, more than less. There is none. He's king. He's God. He's over all, in all, above all. There's only one Lord, one Father, one God, one Creator, in all, above all, over all, for all. There ain't no, and there's different giftings and callings, but there's one church, one people. We're one body. I love it. I love it. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Have no confidence in the flesh. What is he saying there? He says, beware of some people that are going to get in your way that was in your way in 2022. And if you take them into 2023, they're going to get in your way now, uh, then as well. And he says in verse 3 right here, I have no confidence, excuse me, in the flesh. He says, beware of the things that's holding you back then are going to hold you back then now. If you carry these things over, I'm not talking about people now, I'm talking about things in your life. Things you done got used to. Things that, that seem to follow you everywhere you go. Things that uh, seem to give you the mindset, well, that's just the way it is. Things that give you the mindset, well, it, it runs in my family. Things that give you the mindset of that's uh, how it's supposed to be. 
There were some things that Paul uh, ran in his family too. Verse 5, obviously he said, I'm circumcised on the eighth day. I'm of the stock of Israel. I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm the Hebrews of Hebrews. I'm a Pharisee, blameless, righteous. I'm the best of the best. The best of the best. None like me. He said, but in verse 7, all those things were good in their respected places, but when it really come down to where the rubber meets the road, they didn't help much. He gives a list in 2 Corinthians 11. He said, I was beat five times with rods. Shipwrecked three times. Left for dead more often than anybody. Broke, busted, disgusted, beaten. <laughs> left naked, left in peril, left alone. More than anybody else. More than anybody else. And uh, circumcision didn't help me none. The books I read didn't help me none. The teachers that I had didn't help me none. The only one, the only thing that was there was my Lord. Yes. The only thing that helped me. These things are good in their respective places. But they hold you back in some other places because some things you got to let go of and you got to grab hold of. Sometimes you got to grab hold of him. He said, Christ didn't let the stripes kill me. The law said I got 39. Christ said he's going to make them through it. He said three times, day and night, I floated in an ocean. But my God protected me. But my God protected me. Three times. God changed everything. And all of this, he saw me through it all. And he says in verse 9, even if it would have killed me, I'd be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through faith in Christ Jesus, the righteousness which is through God, through faith, not of myself, but in God alone, in Christ alone, do I find that. Think back on 2022 for just a second, when you lost it and you dropped the ball and you blew it and you, and you made a few mistakes. And pains and struggles and tragedies and Surgeries and sickness and illness and loss and I mean you name it. We can go with that that list is I almost tried to make a scroll that would hit the floor. That list is some of that some of us that list is pretty long. I remember all of this very well. But I also can't remember that without remembering how he was always there. Amen. How he never left me nor forsake me. How he comforted me and cared for me during those times. How he lifted me up when the world would beat me down. I never will forget how he cleared my mind and gave me peace about some things in my life. I never will forget that, I know for some of you this is just another year in service, but for me it's the first year. I, never will, I won't never forget in March when I become ordained. I mean, that's just amazing. It's a great, wonderful thing. I won't forget how uh, people that join the church and land and get baptized and Zoe's singing, you don't forget those things. Don't forget how God brought that out. I, I know that we could, let me give you an instance. Have VBS, the enemy could say, didn't a lot of people come, did they? No, but they're singing today. They learned how to sing in church because we had it. That's where she got that from. Where she got that from. I can't think of all, all the negatives without, without overcoming it with the good, with the positive. I'm telling you what, he gave it all. 
He does it all for me. He does it all. How can I? How can I? How can I remember that? How can I remember all the bad things and not remember Him? How can I do that? I'm leaving them behind, and I'm remembering Him. And he talks about that in ten that I may know Him in the power. We're going to talk about that in 2023. That's the direction the Sundays are going, at knowing the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings. Now, listen to that. I know that don't sound very inviting being conformable unto his death. I know that the fellowship of his sufferings don't sound very inviting, but I'm going to tell you what, when you fellowship with your sufferings, you're killing yourself. Listen to me now. When you fellowship with your sufferings and not his sufferings, you're digging yourself in a pit. I can't believe I'm going through. I can't believe I had to do it. I can't believe they said, I can't believe that. I can't. Why would I? Lord, why me? Why am I? That's fellowshipping with your sufferings. Lord, I can't believe you went to the cross. I can't believe you took my, my sin and made it your righteousness. No, so no matter what I'm going through, I'm not sinful. I'm the righteousness of God. I don't care if they accept me or not. I'm accepted in the beloved. I can stand before you in boldness, confidence, and in love. And I have all authority to enter into the throne room of grace and ask for help in a time of need when I'm going through this. I can't believe I'm going through this. Turns into an always he's made an escape. Weeping turns into joy if I fellowship with his sufferings and quit fellowship and wallowing in my own stuff. Eventually the prodigal has to get out of the mud and go back home. Eventually you find the coin. Eventually the sheep shows up. Eventually you got to step up, rise up and get out of your mess and say, you know what? Enough's enough. Lord, I accept you. I'm turning to you. I trust you. I can't do it anymore. It's too much. It's too much. And I begin to fellowship with his sufferings because you know what? With his sufferings, I don't have to suffer anymore. I don't have to suffer. He took my sin so I could be made righteous. He suffered. Surely He bore the iniquity of us all. Surely He was bruised for my transgressions. Why am I carrying bruises that He got bruised for? Why am I suffering for... He says, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And Paul says, "Uh, the worst thing that can happen to me is to be absent with Him and body is to be present. With Him. So I invite you in 2023 to quit fellowshipping with your suffering and what's going wrong with you and start fellowshipping in His suffering and get lost in what's going right with you. Amen. Get lost in what's going right with you. Yes, amen. He created all and He made all. He is over all. He's King. Your enemy is His footstool. He invites you to sit down prop your feet up. Don't think he don't know what you're going through. He didn't say that. Now, I ain't telling you. I'm not telling you don't run to your father and tell. I'm saying don't stay here and talk about it in fellowship. Don't bring 2022 stuff with you. Now, some of those things, and I'm not telling you to forget some things either now. These are learning curves. I mean, there's some, you ain't going to get me to forget some of the bad stuff that I consider bad that he considers glorious. Well, how could that happen? How can I just talk about this? How can I consider something bad that he considers glorious? What does he say? Wonderful in the sight of the Lord is the death of a saint. Terrible for me, glorious for him. 
Got a lot of growing up to do, Jeff. Got a lot of learning to do, Jeff. But I'm going to tell you what. Fresh start gives me that. I'd say that. I say I did that today. I, I learned that today. Nothing in here says anything about that. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for giving me that starting place today. That what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. That what I'm going through helps me. For when I am weak, he is strong. I didn't know he was that strong. Until I got in such a mess. I didn't know his arm was that long until I dug myself that deep. I didn't know he loved like he did. Until he loved me. I can see how he could love you. I can see how he could love you, but I, I until I found out he loved me, I didn't I didn't know it was like that. I didn't know it. And then he goes on to say, in verse 11, let's jump to 12, I'm sorry, 11, if by any means I may attain the resurrection of the dead, not as though I've already attained the resurrection of the dead, uh, I'm not already perfect, but I'll follow after that which apprehended, I'm sorry, but I'll follow after, if that I may apprehend that which I am also apprehended of. He said, I'm chasing after the thing that chased after me. And what happens is, is God's calling you, and he's calling you, and he's calling you, and he wants you to, to come into the family. He wants to save your soul. And then one day you answer the call, he touches your heart, and then he lets go. He don't let you go. He touches you, and he lets go. And Paul says, this, this, is, oh, this is just a picture I get of it. And I apprehend that which apprehended me. Paul said he wrapped his arms around me and he pulled me in close. And he said, Saul, Saul, why don't you quit kicking? Won't you just come in here and serve you, Lord? And he said, I had a vision and a picnic. My blind, my sight went, but my heart opened up. And I fell in love with my Lord and Savior. And he turned me loose. And he said, I, I didn't go forward. I turned around and I chased him from that day forward. And he said, I just wanted to touch the thing that touched me. I want to touch one more time the thing that touched me. That I said, tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. But he ain't running from you. He ain't hiding from you. He's, he's like a kid, uh, a father to a child. He's got his arms out saying, come on, come on, come on. One more step. One more. Is that what we talked about? Take little steps forward and value that and know that you're going somewhere that you may reach that finish line in 2023 with the goals that you set yourself up for this year. Every fresh start takes a fresh step to ensure I press toward, and that what he finishes off and says, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling. <laughs> I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. So I ask him this, Lord, and I, and I pray that's where you're at today. So I've asked him all month, a little bit. And then three weeks ago, I kind of really mentioned it a little bit to him more again. And then two weeks ago, I was mentioning it more. And then this last week, many of them have been talking about it over and over again. What do you want, Lord? What do you want? So he, told you, he turned me to Mark chapter 12. And we'll close with this. Mark chapter 12. This is what he's talking to me. I don't know if he's speaking to your heart or not. But this is what he wants from me. Mark chapter 12. Starting verse 29. I've asked him all month, all week, Lord, what do you want? 
And Jesus answered him and said the first of all commandments. Hear, O Israel. Hear, O Jeff. The Lord your God is one Lord. He said, I want you to know that I'm your Lord. I want to be your Lord of your life. I think it's just, just that easy. Let me be Lord. I don't have a problem with that. Tell people, is he Lord of your life? Do you know him in that aspect? Do you tell him where to go or does he tell you where to go? Do you tell him what you need or does he tell you what you need? Do you know him as Savior of your life? Have you ever called upon the name of the Lord? Ask him to forgive you? Ask him to touch your heart? Made him Savior of your life? He said, I want to be Lord of your life, Jeff. I want to be Lord of your life. Then he goes on and says, and he says, I want you to love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. <coughs> he said, I want you to let me love you. And I want you to love me. And you know what? If he tells me to love him in this capacity, and he can't lie, I have the means to. I can love him with all my heart. And I do because he's Lord of my life. And I'm going to tell you what, they ain't nobody ever made me feel the way he does. Ain't nobody ever touched me in the way that he's touched me. They ain't nobody ever protected me the way that he's protected me. <laughs> provided for me in the way that he's provided for me. And fulfilled my life like Jesus Christ. There's no other way. There's no other hope. There's no other name that has ever made me feel the way that he makes me feel I love him. And I'm going to tell you something else, too, with all of my soul, because if something happens to me when I leave here today, I will open my eyes in the presence of my King. I will open my eyes in the presence of my King. Been to three funerals this week. Been to three funerals this week, and all three of them opened their eyes in the presence of their Lord. They loved Him with all of their soul. There's a song, It Is Well With My Soul. The biggest peace you'll ever have in your life is to know that it is well with your soul. That is the biggest peace that you'll ever have in your life. All of my mind, I think about you all the time, Lord. And all of my strength. So when I begin to do something, I run it by him. Because he's all I think about. It's the same way I do with my wife. We're going to do something, we do it together. If I'm going to do something, we do it together. If he wants to do something, you know what's even cooler than that? When he wants to do something, we do it together. How about that? <laughs> How about the God of the universe says, hey, Jeff, let's go do this. Wow. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Let me love you. Let me fill your heart with something that you never had before. And then lastly, he says, then the second is namely this, love your neighbor as yourself. He said, well, let me, all he's asking for you is to do is let me lead you. Let me lead you. If you'll take this all your heart, soul, mind, and shrink stuff with you out in, outside these doors, you'll love your neighbor. You'll reach your neighbor. You'll touch your neighbor. Well, who is my neighbor? He'll show you. He'll show you exactly who he is. Is he Lord of your life? You may need to change places with him. Love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So let me get this right, Lord. You're telling me you want all of me in 23. That's what you want. He said, listen to me. 
Love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So you're saying all of me. All of me. He said, listen to me. He said it again. <laughs> Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He said, that's right. I said, so Lord, you want all of me. He said, who's speaking? I said, you are. He said, no, I want to give you all of me. Because, see, I don't have anything to offer him. He wants to offer me everything. He said, if you'll love me with everything that you got, I will open up all of myself to you today, Jeff. And that's what he's offered me for this new year. He said, I want to give you all of me. All of me. I'm excited to see what that looks like. I never had all of it. Huh? This is almost upper room type stuff. There's something else right here. As we stand, as Miss Marie come, Brother Chris come. What's he saying to you? I thought he wanted, I thought he wanted me to.